RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World system in our custom science fantasy setting. Thank you for listening, and welcome back to Caldonics. Previously on Neon Heat, Isaac sets Athena down for some clarifications that had him concerned. The conversation is cut short as Pavi and Roja's arrival is imminent and Athena is assisted by the stone shaper Era Marley in making a triage area. With Isaac keeping the trickle of patients orderly, Athena and Pavi support Roja in every way they can to help her keep an even keel and get through all the diagnostics she needed to run. Great leaps and bounds are made towards the wellness of Prism and the mood is up. Roja's psychology shines through and bridges understanding of the Prisme's new circumstances. Pavi, in a moment of clarity, is able to put the finishing touches on Isaac's gloves, and he can begin to return to a semblance of normalcy to great relief. Athena goes to collect Sadal, and he's happy that Athena is in good spirits with the outcome of the pop-up clinic, but expresses his trepidations and longing for the upcoming situation to be settled before he can rest. Cressida's underground hideaway is, as it always is, dark. Dark and cold, with pinpricks of light here and there from ambient monitors. But today it's just a little bit more crowded than usual. We hear Pavi and Zadal idly chit-chatting off camera as it slowly zooms in once again on Athena in front of banks of information. It's the kind of cold that almost smells wet like how a beach smells in the morning before the brine heats up with the day. Which makes sense considering just about on the other side of the walls containing this room is the Caldonics Bay. The light shines on Athena's face as she looks up and glints dully off her circlet, but brighter off her eyes as we see them scanning over mounds of text and inboxes and sorting through. And then she finds a new message that she missed. A message from, well, maybe not a familiar face, but certainly a familiar acquaintance. And she smiles and clicks it open. The electric, excited hum in the air, potentially not all just coming from the hardwired internet connection. We see Athena working at her bank of monitors, and maybe you guys have moved a table and chairs down here so that you're not as inclined to stay here alone, so at least yeah. people can be here with you. We see Zadal and Pavi in the background. Maybe they're just, like, throwing cards on the table. They're trying to throw it into a hat? Yeah, yeah, doing the cards into a hat, yeah, like in Groundhog Day. Yeah, so we see Pavi and Zadal in the background of the scene, sitting on the same side of the table. 
Maybe it's one of the bunched up cloaks. It's like one of the <laughs> thalassica okay. cloaks with the hood opened up, bunched up into like a cylinder so that you can see the ground beneath it. And they're just flicking cards. <laughs> nice. And then there's just a whoop from Pavi as Zadal gets a very long one. And we just hear a, oh, looks like maybe I missed my true calling. These fun moments are lost entirely on Athena, who's just like speed reading, <laughs> absorbing the dirt. She's like, this is why grandma liked this so much. It's just constant serotonin hits. Mm-hmm. The omniscience. Okay, so for Laverna's info on Cyril, that's been going on for a long time. Like you've left that hook baited and going in the background, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. So I think that... This is a circumstance where I would say, let's make either two or three rolls for Laverna okay. to see how well she's gathered information. And then every success and raise she gets is going to be a piece of tangible or actionable information that you can use either now or at a later time to know something or find a way to get to him or get under his skin or manipulate him or whatever you think is appropriate. Dope. Because this is reconnaissance, Let's do one roll of her gathering information. Mm -hmm. And then I think we'll do like a contested one of her following him or something of that nature to see like how well she does doing that. Can I roll my nebulous serial threat from the beginning of the season into how well she does? Oh, yeah. I think that would be cool as like support roll. Threatening him will give bonuses on her gathering information as a representative or maybe a penalty to his opposed roles. I like that. So that's like... It makes him slip up, right? Okay, so let's do three rolls. We're going to do research for her ability to find information via paper trails, which is not really her specialty. Stealth, which is going to be her following him day to day to see like what he does, maybe eavesdropping, listening Mm -hmm. in on stuff like that. She'll have a tougher time getting into the mind. So Athena really wanted her to just avoid that almost wholesale and just see what this fucker's doing on his off time. scoping out his house his friends that kind of stuff and then the last one would be i don't know if you wanted her like asking around then that would probably be like a a social networking type thing through persuasion okay i feel like her research is probably average like a d6 her stealth is very good yeah (laughs) so i'm gonna give her a d10 with that and then her persuasion probably a d6 or d8 she's a good talker okay So first roll, her research. This is also going to be categories of information. I think research is probably the harder to find out existential stuff about his past or like connections, his professional network. D6? D6 for research. Five. Very quick montages of Laverna, who we haven't seen for a while, but Laverna is a Pantheon agent, a psychologist with permanent invisibility. So her body is not visible but she is always invisible and does not have the ability to turn that off. So her clothing, any articles that she's wearing, anything she has is still visible. So in order to be fully invisible, she can't be wearing anything. Right. So every time that you saw her, she basically had this black trench coat on. She had boots. She had these black gloves and like a gold domino mask that just floats in midair. So we get a couple shots of disembodied hands moving through papers, turning things over, information scrolling on a screen, writing down notes in a little notebook. We see through the eye slats of the domino mask. Fun, yeah. That turns around. Literally just a domino mask floating in midair. Mm-hmm. Okay, this time I would like you to roll that nebulous intimidation you brought up early on in the season. Okay. And it's intimidation, so it is going to be contested by his spirit. A D8 intimidation yeah. for Athena there. That's just a four. He uh, has also received a four. 
since you met his target number, it would be one success. I'm gonna Benny one time. It's juicy. I hate this fucking guy. Seven, you know, it's basically Still the same, but it feels better. Okay, so your intimidation is going to apply a minus one penalty to his resistance rolls here and his contested roll against Laverna. Did my intimidations have any pluses? You know what? Yeah, I'll, 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 I will upgrade this to a raise. Yes. I will upgrade this to a raise specifically because you did more overt intimidation. Yes, I did. have a history where you've already interacted with him in that sense. Well, he didn't know it was Athena, but oh, like right, anybody yeah. with a brain would be like, okay, this is probably that lady I made really angry. Okay, so I'll give you a raise on that. So 11 minus two penalty. Would you like to roll for Laverna here? D10 for her stealth. Okay. She does have permanent invisibility, which gives minus four penalty to being noticed. With that minus two, it's, so he's at minus six right now to pick up <laughs> what she's doing. Cool. And you specifically told her to stay away from the mine, so yeah. this is just his basic stuff. He's gotten a five. I rolled a seven. I don't remember what the specific pluses Sorry, are. Five minus six is negative one. Oh, good. So this would be a nine with the plus two from Athena support. Was that what, what it was? Uh, I applied it as a penalty. Oh, his. oh yeah. So then it's, this it's, is, it's mathematically this the same is a seven. thing. It doesn't matter. So this is fine. Using that, a negative one means that would be a, a success with two raises. So it, it, I'll give it, you it. three successes as far as that is concerned. Okay, so Laverna gets... Success with two raises over Cyril as she is following him through the city for literally weeks at a time on and off. You'll get three good juicy nuggets of stuff that you can use in your interactions with him to be determined whenever you feel appropriate. Yes. Let me write down three Cyril nuggets. And this would be about his personal life or schedule. So you have one for his business history or professional history, business dealings, documentation, things like that. And then three for his personal schedule or habits, secrets perhaps. And then the last one we're going to do is just her basic social networking, communicating with people who directly know him or interact with him or might know stuff about him and her ability to get that out of him. She's so charming. So this is going to be a persuade, and we've given her a D8 for this purpose. All right. Seven again. That is one success. That's pretty fruitful. Yeah. Laverne has been hitting the pavement. We get a mashup of shots of Laverna just walking through the city. We see her in various clothing sets. Usually she's just dressed like a pedestrian, Mm -hmm. full body with no skin or anything revealing and a hood up or a mask or a shawl pulled across. And sometimes she's wearing cloth or something that covers the top of her head to give her shape or form. Does it look like she has hair? Yeah. We could probably see based on how things are displaced, she probably has hair of some kind. As she follows Cyril through the city, we see him going about his schedule. We get a a shot from Laverna's perspective as she is leaning against the memorial outside of the mines, just idly picking at one gloved hand. And then she looks up, watches Cyril emerging at the end of his workday to move through the city and then just some casual following cuts of him sitting in an outdoor cafe going about his business, maybe shopping. None the wiser. What's this idiot shopping for? Claw polish? Do you want to use one of your successes on that? Um, yeah. You do want to use one of your successes on that? 
Yeah, you okay. never know what you can use. Sure, that's fair. Okay, so personal items that he would be shopping for is what you're saying. Yeah, right I'm, now. I'll, I'll save the rest for later, but. Okay. This is the type of stuff that I also want to partially leave up to your input. So if you have a cool idea for. One would think that all of these nuggets of information would be leveraged somehow. Yeah. Or things that you could use. So. What if he's deeply in debt at the Lotus for Baris Gracing? We see Laverna following him into the Golden Lotus. Cyril makes his way to the racetrack. He's right up at the front, you know, he's on the rails. His claws are gripping the rails from far away. We can see that they're crunching in, maybe slightly indenting the metal as he's watching and cheering. And his face reddens. The scaly patches become a little bit more vibrant as he's shouting and gesticulating at the very, very slow moving barisks that are moving by at a glacial pace, which probably makes the agony of defeat yeah, all the more. because it's so clear at a certain point. Yes, and he throws up his hand, you know, rips his tickets to shreds. He throws up his hands, tosses them on the ground, runs his hands over his very short clipped brown hair, his eyes popping out as he looks a bit manic. I wonder if he trims his own hair. He, he could. could. No one else does it right. Laverna just sitting there taking notes. She confirms that he is either in debt or losing a lot of money at the races there. Maybe that's how Zaxby got his little hands on him. Very well could be. Mm. Athena points at the screen till it even wiggles a little bit. Like, I got you, son of a bitch. Athena has terrible screen etiquette. So you got some good info on Cyril that you can continue to call back on as you see fit. Okay, so deeply in debt. So there's like documents and paper trail, maybe business dealings, things that you would find out just by following him or watching him, and then things you can only find out through a third party that knows him or interacts with him. Very fair. More than fair. Cool. 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 Athena just waves her hands at the screen and says, Ah, Cyril's in debt. He's in so much debt. I got him. That could go a long way for explaining how they got their hooks into him. Especially or... since it was at the casino. Yeah. And continues to be at the casino. Kind of makes you wonder how many other people that's happening for. Just get people in debt to you and you can lean on them and you can... I mean, especially if they're just average citizens going over there and they're in every facet of our society. So they'll know things or have privileged information. Yeah. Mm. Might have to talk to my aunt about that. What would you say? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I'm just looking for avenues. That's I got fair. resources. I got to coalesce them. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. He can wait. She says, flicking her wrist. And she gets a seven. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Even with a penalty, that'd be a success. We watch it whiz in like a spinning frisbee arc and then goes into the cloak at an angle. Athena says, golf claps. Oh, yes. Those aren't even the metal-plated cards, so you know that wasn't me. I don't think I'd be as good at throwing those. They're like throwing stars. She makes like a <laughs> swip motion with her hand. I feel like a whole deck of those would be pretty heavy. Well, I mean, only if they're like really thick, right? Yes. Yeah. She turns back to the screens. <laughs> okay, I'm going to call my parents, you guys. Oh, um, do you want privacy? No, maybe they'd be happy happy to hear some familiar voices. I, I haven't had time to check in. Um, okay. Yeah, she just goes, boop, Pavia. on the, the call button. Doesn't have time to double think it. 
Pavi pushes herself up and comes to stand behind you, and I think Zidal does too, although he stays a little off to one side. She'll motion for them to be like just off the side of the potential video frame as she flips up her little hood on the Thalassa cloak. And she holds up a hand for them just to like, hold on for a sec. Pavi and Zidal get out of frame before this picks up. The call buzzes for probably like two minutes at least. Oh, it's a long one. I think it just takes longer to connect because it's a hard line and yeah, it's probably secret enough that only Flappy has it or somebody has to be able to get to it. And it's like the bat phone. Mm. So eventually Flappy picks up an Ignean Karnik with a wide face and lazy spine tendrils that slope to one side and go from his neck ridge all the way down his back. But he's a quite large Karnik. The screen comes on and he's blinking and turns his head to one side and says, Hello, Artemis. It has been a little bit of time since I've heard from you. Well, you know, it's busy on the road. How are those agents I sent you? Let's make some rolls. So, um, Self-control. <laughs> right, so I think it's mostly related to Clint. I want to say Val's probably doing okay regardless. Clint might be climbing the walls or having some cabin fever. Yeah. They've been up there for a little while. I feel like maybe the first roll here should be how much... Clint is getting on Flappy's nerves. Yeah. Flappy, I imagine, is Iroh-esque in patience, but even that can be tested over time <laughs> sure. by people who aren't as endearing to him. So it's going to be Clint's something versus Flappy's spirit. I think it's spirit versus spirit for spirit like Clint's spirit. self-control versus Flappy's perseverance. I think Clint has very high spirit, definitely at least a D8, maybe even a D10. He stepped away from his family's legacy to pursue his own dream. Changed his accent. He's fairly, he's fairly <laughs> personable. He's got a D10 and Flappy probably has a D8. That's where Athena gets her spirit from because hers is also a D10. Val probably used to have a high spirit. It's probably a little bit lower now, but okay. Uh, I'm going to say they're both wild cards for the purpose of this rule. Okay, D10, D8. Flappy has received a 7. Clint has received a 10. I was kind of thinking whoever rolled higher is the one whose personality was taking over more. So I, I see. I viewed it as Clint's restraint to like keep it more in check. You know, if we're talking about self-control and keeping it in check, then I think your interpretation makes more sense because a success would be like, hey, I don't want to be overbearing. So that would be more of a failure condition. So I yeah. think yours is right. So this is specifically, is Clint annoying Flappy? And I think that with a basic success, you said you got a 10? Yes. I got a 7? Okay. So it's not a raise, which means he's wearing Flappy down a bit, but it hasn't become problematic yet. Do you think he is following Athena's lead as her Artemis persona and adopting his old accent again. I think the secondary one was just going to be his overall ability to cope with being up there and how he was handling that. But it could just be the one rule. I, I think the one role is yeah, sufficient for now. I think that's fine. Okay, so his coping mechanism being he is adopting his old accent as a different persona <laughs> on the surface. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're certainly very excitable. Shen is a very talented cook. He's doing quite well. I told you he would. Yes, um, he has some strange ideas about uh, certain things that we butt heads on, but uh, uh, still like what? ingredients, preparation, the type of thing. Mm. He likes to go off menu, which 
Not my favorite. I don't want to be responsible for his creations, but uh, some of the feedback has been good. So, variety, it uh, sort of evens out. The spice of life, even. You love spices. I do. Predictable spices. Mm. The other one, uh, Vesta, she's also doing very well. She's very quiet, keeps to herself. Uh, they work well together. She's taken up, I think, astronomy. She spends some time on the roof of the, the restaurant. Athena smiles. She likes to be up there. They don't like to disturb her, so it works well for me, but uh, they don't take up too much space. They're doing their own thing. It's good. going well. Good. That's good. Uh, just as a, a side note, if you don't hear from me every three days or so, a blip from me, or I would like to have you assist them in moving to a different location, a more permanent hidey hole, till I can find... I'll send you the details, and my accountant's already okayed the funds, but... He's nodding. Sounds like things are getting serious for you. They're always serious, <laughs> Flappy. That's the work. That's true. But it hasn't been... Uh... Too frequently when you give me such parameters. Not that I watch people very often for you, but I, it will be done. Thank you. Of course, you're paying for it. Funding it. <laughs> Happy to help a friend. Is there any news topside? Anything happening? Uh, not really. I mean, a letter corp still doing their thing. Things are getting um a little busier, a little noisier. More movement on the outskirts, closer to the wastes. I don't know. Early to tell yet. Okay, well, you keep an eye on that. I will. I'm confident in our ability to keep ourselves safe. Good. Would you be able to forward me to their lodging room? I would like to have a word with them if I could. Sure, I can do this. Take care of yourself. You too, buddy. Gives you a small motion of his mouth, which equates to a large Karnic smile. Nice. And uh, we see him reach up and push a button. And then the screen flickers and goes on hold. And there's sort of like a, a waiting beep for probably another minute before it turns on again. And you see your mom and your dad both crowded in much closer to the camera, <laughs> trying to like God get it to work. It. <laughs> like, No, I think you need to push this button right here. And you, yeah, that's that's the one. I think so. Look, there, there she is. Athena flings back the hood. Hi! Hi! They both look pretty good. They both appear to be in generally good health. Big smiles on their faces when they see you. And Clint says, Athena, it's really uh, quite nice to see you. <laughs> it's quite, quite nice to see you too, Dad. <laughs> What's up? Oh, you know how it is. Just business as usual. Yeah. Keeping, to, um, keeping busy. Are you in character? Oh, uh, well, I, I thought it might be better if I were to uh, adopt a persona. Isn't that sort of what we're supposed to be doing up here? Athena waggles her finger at the screen like, I just didn't know you'd commit that hard. I'm so proud of you. Val has a small smile but rolls her eyes. She pats him on the arm. It's so strange to hear his voice this way. After you spent so long to get rid of it. Athena takes a second to clock that because her dad has only ever talked like that around her, you know, because, like, that's his voice. Yeah. It's certainly not, like, very far from how he sounds, yeah, but, like, it's some a little of the, different. It's a little different. The word choice, the slight upper crusty. Well, I need to cultivate that good clientele up here. Mm. Quite important. 
Athena pulls Pavi and Zidal into frame around their shoulders at the same time. We have guests today. Hello. Hello. Uh, hi. Good to see you. Glad you're both doing well. Talking totally normal. Totally normal. She says as she bobs her head. <laughs> Flappy said you were enjoying some stargazing. Oh, yes. I have been. It's It's been very nice. It's great, right? It It's scary at first, but then it's nice. Yeah. It reminds me of home, you know, being able to, to look up and see the, the stars, but it's still different. There are so many of them. and The rings are good. Very bright. Much brighter than I thought. That was pretty surprised, too. But they have, um, they're called constellations. You probably know this, but... Tell me about the constellations. Oh, well, it's just patterns of stars that make specific... You can kind of connect the dots. You can't really, but pictures, star pictures. We used to do that in Caldonics, but they don't change like they would in Caldonics. It's a little harder to track from day to day. It's just interesting being able to to look up and see the same formations that people have forever. Kind of makes you think. It does. So, uh, what what about you, dear? What how are how are things going? How are they both look a little a, a, little, a little lot more nervous about that? But. Yeah, no, stuff's going really well. Helped out a bunch of people. Took a little trip into the tunnels. A plus, no worries there. Go. And eyes both get very large. Yeah, but she doesn't want to lie. Sure, yeah. But you know, it was uh, quick in and out gonna go do some business meetings and i've been preparing really well for him so gonna be great that's that's nice dear yeah did you have you have you made any progress yet on you know the circumstance with your grandfather and your grandmother i'm still in the information gathering phase because we don't want to act too hastily i've got some good lines baited you know I know it probably takes time, and we're uh, we're working against a very powerful force. <laughs> He's losing his voice. That's fine. No, I like that That's though. Good. You, know, I... uh, this is too much to keep up. I hate it. So, uh, but it's it's good for you know Shen, and she makes an arc in the sky. Val is like slightly behind Clint. Clint is in the chair, yeah. and Val is standing, sort of hunched over, her arms on his shoulders, yeah. and leaning in. And in the background, you can see her kind of bobble her head back and forth, and she raises a hand so you three can see it and does one of those. Eh. And then, Athena, uh, like, she's been nodding and smiling, but her nose scrunches a little bit more as she makes eye contact with her mom on the screen. You hear Pavi go, <laughs> Clint looks to the side as Val has already put her hand down, and she ruffles the back of his hair and gives him a, a winning smile. Her gray-white hair is full and thick and just the same as it was last same time. Same as it was. Clint's hair is like a little bit shaggier, just like a little bit longer. Hmm. So got his mustache. It's, yeah. It's a bit bushier, covering more of his mouth. <laughs> it's a look. It's part of my disguise. You have a mask on though, right? I mean, it's in case I lose the mask. Okay, gotcha. My, my persona. Or maybe I, I'm going to get a new mask that covers the top part of my face so that you could see the big mustache and it okay. throws people off, right? But, like, you're still known for having a pretty good mustache. Well, I'm not gonna shave it. Well, yeah. You could grow it get, get, get some chin. Val is considering this in the background, but does not make any decisions. <laughs> you know I can't do that, Athena. That's, oh, that's I'm sorry, that was rude of me. She's so Zidal. smiling, though. Zadal's like, hey, you know, I'm right there with you. I know how that goes. It's a real bear, let me tell you. Watch out for bears, by the way. They shouldn't be a problem. You cast Flappy about it. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll do some uh, some research. Like, you shouldn't run into any, but you never know. 
Well, I will endeavor not to. I'm really glad to see you guys are doing okay. Thriving in a familiar environment. Is there anything I could do? Anything I could send you? Gooper's doing great, by the way. I just checked on him a day or two ago to give him some food and, you know. <laughs> I just had this idea of, like, Clint has paid through the black market to, like, install a snail cam for, <laughs> that he can see through Gooper somehow. So it's Goopo vision or some shit. Athena would have that done. I don't know how it would work, but. Oh, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me know. I, I, I've been worried about it, but I know there's nothing I could do from here. And I trust you to make sure he's taken care of. But... He's doing super well. His shell is very glossy. I polished the crystals the other day. And you've been making sure that they're feeding him eggshells. And... Well, I've been feeding him eggshells. Oh, thank you. He's a good boy. He's he deserves it. Just don't, don't let him forget me. Dad. I. Just don't don't let him. I'll sh- I, how about this? I'll she, show. Hold a picture. I of will. Me. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep a framed one of you in his stall. Thank you. You're welcome. Val is like pursing <laughs> pursing her lips, trying not to smile, laugh too much. But she ruffles his hair again. Very kind of you, dear. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If you could, at some point, it would be nice to maybe get some more spices from home because that's not really something they have up here. Uh, is that a bad idea? Uh, if, I, if I'm cooking with spices that are only found in caldonics. Maybe if for your own personal consumption, but not to showboat with Flappy. Okay. Oh, okay. How about this? I'll, I'll do that, but I'll say it's my secret ingredient. Because it is. It's a secret ingredient, right? It is. But then, like, somebody might find out. <sighs> yeah, okay. It's silly things that get you tripped up. I know I'm being a bit of a stickler, but I will send you some if you promise not to put it in the customer food. Low profile. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I'll also have some stuff brought in from the belt for you to try out. I would really like that. Yeah, I can do that. That sounds great. Yeah. Being up here is just, it's it's a whole new culinary world. I mean, they have a lot of the same stuff or they have, you know, placeholders or stand-ins for... What we call like there aren't adobas, but there's plenty of animals out in the wastes that I would like to see them, but uh, we can't go do that. But they have TV up here, which is, I mean, we had it down there, but it's way more accessible. Way more accessible. I can watch it while I'm cooking all the time. Yeah, it's great. I, I don't know what I have ever done without that. I can watch shows about stuff while I'm cooking. Wow. I really like the nature shows. Neat and also terrifying, kind of. You see that one about swivs? They're fucked up. I love them. Uh, they were like uh, giant lizards. Giant lizards. Really long lizards that they're can so, climb. They're so big. Wow. Are they mean? Do they try to eat people? The documentary um, didn't oh, cover I that. don't know. A good rule of thumb is most animals want to eat you. They're just too small to be able to pull it off, right? I'll remember that. Yeah. Even the little ones can, you know, they're not, they're not all friendly. Rarely are they friendly. I wish they would be friendlier. Well, yeah. Okay, so I'll I'll put a picture in Gooper's stand. I'll get you some spices. It'll be good. It'll be good. And Mom, I'll send you a Starbuck, okay? Oh, that would be wonderful. I mean, obviously you can order Starbuck if you want to order your own, but I'll send you one that I read and I liked it. Thank you, dear. I appreciate that. I know it's dangerous and you can't come and visit. Everything is still up in the air, but we love you and we miss you terribly. I love you too. And I, I am going to come and visit soon. Hopefully. I'd let you know a few days before I show up. We'll look forward to that, hopefully. She puts a finger on the screen. She puts a finger on the camera so it just covers up her whole face for a second. (laughs) (laughs) 
Is there anything you need from us? Just for you to keep being happy and safe. We're doing our best. Good, 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 good. I knew things are hard for you, but I'm glad you have friends with you. All the time. Val does like a little hand wave specifically to Pavi and Zadal in the back, which they return. Zadal more shyly, but Pavi with a big smile. It's like her second mom, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll let you guys go. Have a lovely day. Cook something nice for me. I will. And uh, with every bite, I will think of how much I love my daughter. That's very sweet. Don't heckle Flappy so much. I love you. Bye. (laughs) They laugh and are waving as the video feed cuts out. Athena just sits there and her fists hit her thighs a couple times as she's thinking. And that went okay. Zadal's on your left. Pavi's on your right behind you. And I think they each put a hand on your shoulder in different ways. But she soaks up all that love. All that love, she's going to use it. You're doing everything you can to keep them safe. That's all you can hope to do. Once Olivier's dead, they'll be even safer. I'm going to put that bitch in the ground myself. Unless Tuca wants to kill shot, honestly, she's earned it. Yeah, that's true. But Tuca can be, you know, she can fly a bit off the handle. So can't we all? Let's find her first. Let's find her first. And then we can make plans from there. Ugh, what a day. Says Athena, rolling her shoulders. Yeah, just the one day. Only the one. Listen, if we think about any of the other days. Yeah, you're not wrong. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Athena opens up an email. She was prepping. Basically, what Athena's doing is she's created a dummy profile within Pantheon to send some information to Irma Novi. Okay. She's narrating to them what she's written on the screen. Just fielding this for anything you guys think I should add. Irma Novi, the casting of Wonderbolt, Lovestruck is egregious and nepotism. This Athena Sedaris person has never been cast in a movie before or much of anything, especially not sidelong Bolt Bulig. Clearly nepotism, they repeat. They being Athena's fake person she's made up. Sure. Some slight digging finds that Athena Sedaris's grandmother Cressida Sedella is your half-sister. And I will be bringing this to the forefront of the entertainment community because you should be hiring people who have the specifications for the job. Signed, angry. Angry person. Help me figure out a better sign. Is this going to be an ongoing persona that you bring back? And Maybe if it's good. Signed, jilted, entertainment lady. Signed, vehement, shithead. What about like, sincerely, comma, disappointed? Ooh, that's good. She erases what she wrote. Hudson packs it back in. Yeah, that sounds appropriately pedantic. What do you want out of this for sending this to Novi? We need more connections in more highfalutin places. And if I'm directly related to somebody who's at the tippy top of a corporation and we're butting heads with a Laracorp, oh, I bet I could get some shit done there. If Novi and... Sato are pretty close because they do business together, and we have reason to believe that Sato is, you know, not working in our best interest. I do not think they are. If we can get your aunt (laughs) on our side or something, I don't know. 
at the very least, we'd have more of a an input into media. Ooh, what if we replace Sato with her on the council? Oh my god. I don't know how we do that. Oh, that'd be so much better. How do I... I mean, I could just kill him. Leans onto the desk a little bit. Bobby like has her mouth open as though she was about to say something and then stops and says, Yeah, you could. But what are you going to say? I didn't have anything else to say. I, I just didn't expect it to escalate quite that fast. I mean, I'm he's... not wrong. Listen, he's been on the list for days now. So... Well would create a power vacuum and if my lovely lovely purple ant could take over make sure you talk to tuka about that one because yeah families are complicated and there might not be any love lost but i think she would probably be a little upset if you did something like that i genuinely think he orchestrated his brother's death so I got to figure out more about that first. Sure. I could be entirely off base, but I, with the amount of evidence, I super doubt it. You might be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying be careful. I'm very careful. I know. I'm just here to remind you of how careful you are. And it helps. Sincerely disappointed. I feel like that's pretty good. She clicks send. And you know, my grandma has existed for many a year and has never contacted her about that potentially for devastating personal reasons or maybe 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 she was just scared i don't know but you know she's kidnapped right now so i'm the one calling the shots yeah i mean she made her decisions but this is your life too this is your family you should you have a say athena you're you don't have to listen to everything your grandmother wants you to do i mean I'm not saying she's always wrong. It's it's good to be careful, but... I have cousins. You have... Did you tell me that? I can't remember. Apparently, I have cousins. I haven't looked into it yet, but... Cousins? Yeah, they're topside. I mean, they're, like, kind of cousins. Like, what is it? Like, second cousins or something. But she says I have some, so... Oh, well, um... Neat. Mm. That's good, I think. Maybe more contacts out there for you. Maybe. More family's probably not bad. I could definitely, I don't know. I could see myself getting a little closer to Novi. She's obviously like a little crazy, but that- She's a user. What do you mean? I mean, she cares about her work. You know, she cares about her brand. She's one of the two highest people in Sato Novi. You think that happened by accident? I Just because she looked into it? Like, she might be family, Athena, but don't, don't expect something for nothing. Like oh she's, no! She's gonna put a spin on this. She's gonna want to use you and your clout, and you you hooked in with Alaricor, but now you you still gotten in with them. So mm -hmm. just be careful, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone wants a PC, but there's only so much to go around. And well, my grandma did help her set up most of her side of the company, covertly. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's a bag of worms. Can of worms? Do worms come in bags? It's like uh, she's already exploited you and you don't, you're not related. So like maybe she would be less inclined if you were, but maybe she would be more inclined, right? Like I've experienced a little bit of that firsthand. I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. Uh, just, you know, two distinct circumstances in which she uh, sort of waylaid you. Well, and one also wasn't not me. You. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, about that. Well, maybe, maybe it'll be okay. I already hit send. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I already hit send. I wasn't trying to talk you out of it. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm going to get my uh, get my entanglements all figured out. 
And then I'm gonna start putting positive media spins where they need to go with my impeccable espionage capabilities. She says to a resounding silence. Everybody guess that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Athena leaves Pavi and Zidal in the Thalassa cave very briefly. She lets them know she's going to find Anji, but she needs them both out of the way. So it's just a one-on-one, -on -one, you know? Mm -hmm. I know you got, uh, you got this handled. I'm afraid if I'm with you, then uh, she would just be more inclined to... Shoot first? <sighs> I, I don't know. I, it's... I, she's either gone back to the alloy and told them that I'm missing and now that's like an APB and they're all looking for me and they're looking for you, so yep. it, it might be. And we don't even know if she knows that it was you, so it might just be an APB for me. Mm -hmm. But if I disappeared, she couldn't find you, then she would go looking for you, which means she would go looking for her. And he points at Pavi mm -hmm. or Roja, and if she can't find them, then she's going to be wondering what's up. So yeah. this is all sort of... Incredibly suspicious. What should I tell her we were doing? Uh, we had to do some tunnel reconnaissance for a, some Cassian. I was I was I was gonna go and find Chappie anyway, and I it probably wouldn't be bad idea to have a psionic, but that's not what we were doing. But it would be a good cover story. Could be. Mostly gonna come down to why you felt the need to get me out specifically. She cannot find out what we were doing. Yeah, no kidding. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go find her. I just, I, I want to remind you that, um... She has a gun for an arm? No, I was gonna say about me, like, I've, I've been to Prism now, so, like... I know. If I go back to the alloy, they're gonna find out about it. If we got you a brain blocker installed, could you filter through it? I could call in a resource real quick. Maybe, I, I don't know, that's the problem, is I... <sighs> it... It's a stopgap, right? Like, if I if I get a blocker that prevents information from being pulled into the memory, then they're going to know that it's being blocked and they're getting incomplete data, which is going to put me further under the microscope and they're going to look harder or they're going to question why I got that blocker and that's going to create more issues. So yeah. it's it's coming to a hit. Something's going to happen. Is A lot so, of things are going to happen. A lot yeah. of things. So whatever you want to tell Anji is fine. Uh, wh what are you going to tell her? I mean, what, what are you... What, what is your plan for talking to Anji? She knows the alloy's fucked up. I think Rebexi told her. Okay. So... I don't know. I, I think real good on the fly. Most times. Okay. Do you got any thoughts? I mean, her whole job is to kill people with Spectrum or Prisme or whatever the hell they're called. And she doesn't really see them as people. But I, she desperately wants to be my friend, and I'm people. So maybe you can convince her otherwise. I don't know. If if she's not 100% behind the alloy, and she's not happy, then maybe you can get in her ear. I, I don't That's know. What you, I That's what I'm going to try and do. That's what I'm going to try and do. Not talk to her at length about this, because it honestly never came up before. Why would it? I didn't know anything about a job. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just, I don't know. Just be careful. I will. Listen, you think some chump with a shotgun in her arm is going to take me out? I don't think so. Some bugs couldn't even do that. Some guy with a sword did last time, but... I didn't die. <laughs> she says, a little exasperated, waving her metal arm. It's better than it better than it ever was. I can punch through a wall now. She says, holding her hand up. Pavi puts a hand on your flesh bicep to yeah. calm you down a little bit. I'm good. I'm calm. I'm I'm zen. 
Angie, she... She has a fixation on you. We know that. Why? Does she just think that I'm cool? She's very <laughs> misinformed. I think... I think there's a bit of romanticism about it because of... Ew. Well, hold on. Okay. I'm not... Just hold on. I meant, like, the story, the idea of you because you were missing for so long and I talked about you mm. and you were my friend and we got close. So we'll talk about you. So she has this impression of who you are and then you're back and you're a person of interest and you have connections and you're just... You're just more interesting than most people. And you're capable. And... You know a lot of the same people, so I, I don't really know. I can't speak for her, but keep her interested. If she stays interested in you or what you have to say, then she's less inclined to shoot first. I'm not saying play it up or anything. Just saying... I will just be... Appeal to her. My interesting little self, she says with a hand on her chest, looking very entreatingly. And Pavi purses her lips like the seams at the end of her mouth also pinch pinch a little bit. Listen, I'm going to be in a movie. I'm obviously a really good actress because they put me in there before I even auditioned. All right, movie star. Do you want me to be there with you? No, I don't want her distracted. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Could you stay here, though, and just hold down the fort? Because I'll come, I'll come back here and then we'll go. We'll go. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can do this. Yeah, she high-fives. High-fives back. Nice. Kapow! Pow. Best friends. She gives it all a nervous kiss on his head, and then she leaves before they can say another word. It's a point-of-view shot from the doorway as Athena walks in, and the light being cast from the monitors and in the room falls to shadow as she enters the stairwell, and we see Pavi and Zadal still silhouetted in the remnants of the frame a little bit deeper in the room, and they exchange a, a worried glance, but then Pavi puts her hand on Zadal's shoulder and pats him once or twice and then walks back towards the table with the playing cards. Athena is going to go to first the apartment, Zadal's apartment, to see if by some stroke of luck, Anji is there. Okay. If Anji is not there, she's going to go to Pivo and ask Arbor. Okay. See if she's been in her lab recently. Her little workshop space. I would like you to roll a d6. Okay. And if it is a five or a six, then Anji is at Zidal's apartment right now. Four. She is not at Zidal's apartment. You go there, you knock, but there's no response or indication that anybody is there. She just teleports inside to look around a little bit, zaps through the doorknob like she has done a couple times. <laughs> I think it's fun for her, actually, instead of just zapping through wood. Right. She, it's just, it's, she's the conduit. She goes through conduits. I think. I conduit. I conduit. I conduit. Conduit. <laughs> Damn, that's good. Yeah. That's Was that her, her battle cry? Yeah. But I think it was the chant from the, the, crowd. the, the crowd. Conduit. Conduit. She's like, yeah. That's fun. Roy's our boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inside the apartment, everything is disheveled. Things have been torn up, drawers pulled out, magazine stacks scattered. It's not completely ransacked, but it's clearly in disorder. Okay. Everywhere you go, every room, things have been torn up. We just hear her boot steps as she's walking around peering into the like one or two extra rooms he has glass crunches under her boot falls in certain spots i think she sees her books that she brought from her apartment just scattered on the floor but i guess you can't blame anji for that one and then just calls it a wash and goes out through the broken window 
<laughs> through the, the Athena-shaped hole in the window. Well, it was a Loki-shaped hole. Crying. Okay, so you're going to Pivo next? Yeah, that's her first stop, if it's unfruitful. Roll a d6. This time it's going to be a four or higher. Five. Five, okay. We could do some rolls here to figure out if Anji actually caught Loki. I think that's a great idea. On the way out. Let's do a dramatic task where you will roll for Loki and I will roll for Anji. Okay. Okay. And this is going to be mostly contested. So the first one is going to be athletics. Use a D8 and a wild die for Loki. And I will roll for Anji over here. Three. Anji got a four. Damn. Okay. okay. So Anji got a success. I'm going to say that means that she is able to catch up to Loki at some point during the chase. And then I would like you to roll... <laughs> So this is going to be grapple to see if she can okay. catch on to Loki. Can you imagine like trying to grab Loki and then he just like blobs out into like six different dudes no. and she's like, oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Let's do athletics first. So roll me D6s okay. for, for Loki. Three. Blue an eight into uh, an eight geez. into a four. Shit. Uh, so that is a 20. So she definitely catches up to Loki and just cinches him, gets him fully bound. Go ahead and roll me another D8 and a wild die on your end. Nine. Nine. Okay, she got a six that time. So we see her holding Loki Prime, keeping mm -hmm. a stranglehold on him. And he is it uh, a noogie? Is it insulting? Yeah, she like catches him. We we see them sprinting through crowds. He turns down an alleyway. And she's low to the ground, running pell-mell, manages to catch him, throws an arm over his one shoulder, gets an mm -hmm. elbow around his neck, pulling him down into a stranglehold. Yeah. We see one or two Lokis blorp out of the main Loki, <laughs> run to the end of the alley and go in opposite directions. And she's just standing there, still holding Loki Prime, watching them go with sort of a dumbfounded expression and then turns back to look at him with really angry eyes. Let's do one right. last roll. Is it a spirit roll to I think, see if he spills the beans? Yeah, this is going to be the intimidation. So because Loki managed to get some of his duplicates out of there, that'll give him a small bonus on okay. this. So I'm going to say his spirit is probably lower. So D6 plus two for you. And I will contest that with okay. her, her intimidation here. Six. I have rolled a five. So Loki got one more than her, which means he was probably very close to spilling the beans, but didn't. So I'm going to take that and roll a smarts for Anji to see if she has enough information mm -hmm. yeah. to know that it might have been Athena. This is going to be at a penalty because she did not succeed in that and didn't get the actual. So I think this is going to be at a minus two. Okay. She got a five minus two is a three. So I think that while Anji might have suspicions because she has many suspicions, she's not confident enough that it's Athena to like accept that as the truth so if we leave it as is I think she thinks that Zidal was kidnapped by an unknown person she can't locate Athena or anybody to verify this so she has suspicions but that's gonna make her more likely to go to the alloy earlier mm. I would like to spend a Benny to influence the story okay I want her to have pieced together that it was probably Athena Okay. I think that's juicier, and it sets back my timer just a little bit. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know, is I, that I okay? Yeah, I mean, the, the roles were pretty close. We were literally one point away from her knowing that it was Athena anyway, so... Okay, so what if the Benny changes the story? We go whoop, 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 back to the spirit role, and she turns her arm into a gun and puts it to his head, 
And he's like, oh, it was Artemis. She's like, oh, oh, you bitch. I know it. I know it. Fine. We see her roll her eyes in an exasperated fashion, spins him around a 180 out of the noogie. And she says, what would happen if I shot you? And you still have the other two running around. Would that be bad for you? Would that hurt? Would you die? And we hear the hum of energy as her literal hand cannon starts to charge up and she's aiming it and like starts to squint one eye a little bit closed. If you come back here and you do this again, maybe next time I don't let you go. And we just see Loki nodding and <laughs> does like a little salute and <laughs> turn, yeah, turns around and books it. Well, he's getting a three-star review, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Only if Athena finds out. Anji knows that it was Athena that contracted him to do this. So I think that means her worry is lessened, but she is still irritated. Mm. She got a four for spirit roll here. So you guys were gone for like two days. Two day uh, well, the yeah, probably two days about, about two, now. About two days mm -hmm. overall. She is concerned, and the more time that passes, the more likely she has been to go to the alloy. But with the successful spirit roll, she isn't afraid enough for her own safety and well-being that she's willing to do that quite yet. So you make your way to Pivo. Yep. The club that is run by the owner Arbor. We see Athena walking down the alleyway to Pivo with mixed amounts of trepidation and nervous shakes in her limbs. She raps on the door, gets let in, emerges onto a dry ice dance floor and heads straight for the bar. It's the afternoon. I think there's definitely still a crowd. The 24-hour schedule is a little wonkier in Caldonics yeah. because there is no real day-night cycle. It's mostly based around the crystal, so it's cooler right now. The energy from the crystal has been dispersed. Temperature's dropping. A lot of the mine workers are coming out after the end of their shift, so they like to cut loose. Mm -hmm. The bump, the humming thrum of the high-energy music, the lasers, there's some fog. Difficult to see there, but there's always a clear path around the dance floor. You can see Arbor work in the bar as they always are. Athena had requested that Pavi bring her go bag, which has a change of clothes so she doesn't have to wear her shit ratty armor to come here. So I think she's just in a tank top, jeans. She walks up to Arbor. Hey, I know I'm in a hurry. Is Anji here? It's an emergency. Arbor looks up and sees you and uh, their eyes get a little bit wider. The soft brown hair tumbles down just beneath their shoulders and they say, oh yeah, um, she's here. Is she busy? Not too busy for you. Cool, cool, cool. Can I have a can I have a drink, please? And she fishes some cubes out of her back pocket. Arbor bumps eyebrows at you and goes and uh, fixes something clear and passes it across to you. She will throw it back and leave more cubes than necessary. It on... is extremely bitter. <laughs> yeah. She says. As you make that noise, we see Arbor's smile quirk up just a little bit in one corner in the background as you walk away. Yeah. <laughs> There is nothing barring your path towards the back rooms where you have met with Anji in the past. Athena walks down with a hurried step, but is already hollering. She doesn't like fall down the stairs, but the noise of her boots pounding on the stairs probably almost makes it sound like somebody is falling down with the speed of her descent. As she says, Anji, are you there? It's me. Don't shoot me. Hi, Pickle. Hello. How are you doing this fine day? I'm pretty good. Pretty it's good? It's like early evening. We haven't actually recorded yet. We haven't actually recorded yet. So this is a, a nice little 
warm-up, trying to make sure that I'm hydrated enough and my mouth isn't gross. But otherwise, I am good on this fine day. Delightful. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm tense, but in a good way. It's my anxiety spring that coils within me when I'm about to perform, and then it springs and I'm fine. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. They call of- it the performer coil. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Speaking of performers. Yeah. Ah, do you mean Crockett and Wave Shaper? Yeah, you can find Crockett on Bandcamp at crockett.bandcamp.com and on Twitter at Crockett80s. Hell yeah. What about Wave Shaper? You can find Wave Shaper at waveshaper, the number one, dot bandcamp dot com and waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter. Yes. You can find us on Twitter where our social media manager, Jackie Betts, handles everything. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. At RPG for UME. Update on our website store. We just got in some badges, some regulator badges, some inquisitor badges, some pacifier badges, some arbiter badges. Laser cut on wood so they smell delicious. I mean, very nice. You don't want to eat firewood, but you want to smell it because it's good. 3.5 inches. They got double butterfly pinbacks so they won't fall off your stuff. And any of our patrons that are a $10 and up tier... Get one for free with their pledge. Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's a cool little merch grab right there. Oh, boy. So that should be up and running in the shop by now, and you can find it at our store at www.rpg4uME.com, and then you could just click on the store button right there. Wow. Wow. Uh, speaking of patrons, a <gasps> couple patrons that we'd like to thank specifically. Michael, Chase, Valentine, and Ezra. Yes. Thanks, y'all. Thank the four of you so very much uh, for your continued support, for being here, for listening, for engaging. I hope you enjoy what's been going on, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of season three as we get into the finale proper. The finale zone. Finale zone, 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 zone. Who are some other patrons we would like to thank? Probably goes a little something like Marshall, Caleb Sunstead, Jackie, Davriel, Zach, Ben Hatton, and Paxton. Thanks, everybody. Thank you guys uh, for being here, for supporting us, for being active in the Discord. We love you guys. Thank you. If you would like to become a patron, the lowest tier is $2 a month and grants you access to the patron-exclusive Discord server, where we have a lot of cool content going on. There have been some independently run games by members on the server. A lot of chatter, some regular nights where we just hang out and shoot the breeze. We're going to be flies on the wall in one of those some such games almost directly after this recording. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. Have you been listening to Sounds Like Crow's Terminus? If you have goddamn, you should be. You should. It's excellent. Uh, not us, just because we're on it. <laughs> yeah, us notwithstanding, it's excellent. Uh, it is a new... It's a space western. It's a space western. But on a planet. Far future crony capitalism has reached... Big business. Big business. And the people just trying to coast on that wave or outrun it. And the Crow family guarding their legacy. Well, Pickle, I think that's just about it for this week. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> And we're going to go record now, so we'll see you guys in the past future. Past future away. Farewell.